You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. I feel like who art Ed? I'm trying to spice it. Who art is Mr. Wood art Ed me? Yeah. Either way, it, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. That's off to great start. Welcome to Who Arted Weekly Art History for All Ages. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and today we're gonna to be looking at the Benin Bronzes. The Benin Bronzes are a collection of exquisite brass and bronze sculptures originating from the Kingdom of Benin, now in present-day Nigeria, and they stand as a testament to the artistic brilliance, historical significance, and the complex narrative of colonial exploitation. These bronze pieces were not merely decoration. They recorded the history of the people in the Kingdom of Benin. Because the Benin bronzes hold such great artistic, historical, and cultural significance, it seems only fitting that the piece Equestrian Oba and Attendance would be one of the 250 artworks required for AP art history curriculum. On that plaque, dated somewhere between 1550 and 1640 CE, we see the Oba, or king, as the central figure. We can identify him as the Oba because of the distinctive Cora regalia. A coral beaded crown symbolizes the divine authority bestowed upon the ruler. Attendants on both sides of him hold up shields over this head to protect him. It's not entirely clear whether he's being protected from an attack by outsiders or getting a little bit of shade and relief from the hot sun. Just like many other cultures around the world, artists in Benin utilized hierarchical scale, meaning they used size to show the importance of various figures. The more important a person was, the larger they would appear in the artwork. This and the other bronze plaques were hung on posts in the Oba's palace. They were arranged in sequence to tell the history of the royal lineage dating back to the first Oba. Tragically, this history was lost as the pieces sat in storage after Westerners sacked the kingdom in the 19th century. This particular plaque is believed to possibly date to around 1550 because the Oba is riding horseback, leading many to speculate it depicts Oba Asiji, who ruled around 1504 to 1550, and he was the first Oba to travel by horseback. Of course, it could have been a later Oba who simply followed his lead and adopted that mode of transport. This bronze work was created using a lost wax casting method. Basically, the artist would first make a wax sculpture because beeswax is soft and workable at a temperature that's comfortable for humans. Metal has to be heated to a very high temperature in order to become malleable or shapeable, and it would burn a person trying to sculpt directly with molten bronze. So they would make a wax sculpture using beeswax. After completing the sculpture in wax, they would make a mold from that. In this case, they used clay. After packing clay around the wax sculpture, they would fire the clay so it would harden, and in that process, the wax would melt and burn off, hence the term lost wax. But the clay would be left as a perfect mold. 
Next, artists would pour molten bronze into the clay mold, and after it cooled, the clay could be removed, and they would be left with a bronze copy of that original wax sculpture. Unfortunately, the late 19th century marked a tragic chapter in the history of the Benin bronzes. The British forces undertook a punitive expedition against the Kingdom of Benin in 1897. The ostensible reason was the perceived violation of trade agreements, but the true motives lay in the desire for territorial expansion and the appropriation of the Benin bronzes. The British military campaign resulted in the sacking of the city of Benin, the destruction of the royal palace, and the looting of countless artworks, including about 5,000 bronzes. The piece discussed here, Equestrian Oba and Attendants, along with other masterpieces, were torn from that cultural context and shipped to Europe, primarily ending up in museums and private collections. In recent years, there has been a push for the bronzes to be returned. The German government, along with museums like the Met and the Smithsonian in the U.S., among others, have already sent back some of their bronzes. From what I've read, dozens of bronzes have been returned, but there were about 5,000 bronzes taken and shipped off to various museums and collectors around the world. No care was taken to document the original hanging positions of the numerous bronze plaques, so tragically, even if all the pieces were to be returned, it would be difficult, if not impossible, to put everything back in proper order. Hundreds of years of history were recorded on those bronze plaques. The material would hold up quite well for the ages were it not for human intervention. As I look at the Benin bronzes, I'm struck by the beauty of the sculptures, but also reminded that art is not just about the aesthetics. Art is a reflection of the culture. It provides us a window into cultures and history. Generations of artists in Benin made beautiful works celebrating the rich history of the kingdom, and sadly, it was all undone by people who prized the beauty of artworks and didn't care for the people and the community those artworks belonged to. The Benin bronzes now tell another story beyond what the artists originally intended. It's a cautionary tale reminding us to be our best selves and avoid the impulse to gain clout by destroying the work of others. As a teacher, I draw a parallel between the British forces and typical bullies. While the scale and stakes are different, it's a dynamic we encounter regularly, so be thoughtful of how you treat others. Because while many hold regrets about how the plaques were taken down and broken apart, just as all of us come to regret the times when we said or did something that hurt another person or just failed to step in when we saw someone else doing it, nobody ever regrets being kind, or making something beautiful. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and of course on the website whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.